And now, welcome to the Just the West podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I am actually here live in Hayward, California, uh, with my co-host T Up on site. T Up, say what's up. Hey, it's 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 good to be just. Like this, instead of on the phone. It, it sounds really good. You sound beautiful. It sounds, thank oh, you. Oh, great. Thank you. Good, good quality, live uh, at Royden and Michelle's humble house. Thank you for having us, by the way. Roy and Michelle, say what's up. All right. Love, lovely house, by the way. Uh, Roy gave me a personal tour, and <laughs> it's very nice, humble abode. So to give you a little bit of context to our fellow Just the West listeners, uh, we're here for the weekend. Uh, there's a big fight at hand with McGregor and Khabib, and it gives us an excuse to do a live pod. So it is Saturday. Usually we do the pod on Thursday, uh, so we need to get this out sooner than later. Uh, but the good part about that tee-up is there's just two NFC West games because, yeah, all four teams, Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals, Rams, they're playing each other this, this week. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited. We don't have to, uh, it's just everything will be, will be condensed. And this is, these games are, they're going to be very important to, to what's going to transpire later on in the season. And so before we go into the games, let's go ahead and talk about the standings. Because, I mean, we're a quarter way into the season already. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe it. But Rams, 4-0. Seahawks, 2-2. Two and two. Niners, 1-3. and three. Cardinals winless 0-4. So having said that, I mentioned it on the previous pod, but is this division already a done deal? Is it a foregone conclusion? Are the Rams at 4-0? I mean, they're they're pretty much going to win the division, right? Uh, I mean, I hate, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to get cute with it, but I mean, Rams, like I said in the, in the previous pod, um, every single week they're progressively improving mm-hmm. um barring injuries of course uh Talib is out with his uh with his ankle injury but um yeah and I mean they have it's never I don't want to rule them out um rule Seattle out because they are playing at home and you know it's it's tough to play at um Amer- America Field in yes. Seattle CenturyLink Field yes. CenturyLink Field yes. so yes um yeah no let's jump right into it okay so let's go ahead with Audible we'll start with that first then so Rams at Seattle at CenturyLink Field, the Twelves, and you know this whole mystique about being at Seattle with the Twelfth Man and, and whatnot, that kind of got twisted last time they, they played. The Rams beat them forty-two to seven at Seattle. Yeah, at Seattle, Todd Gurley did his thing, and having said that, uh, right now the Seahawks are coming off their second win of the season. 20-17 to 17 field goal victory at Arizona against the Cardinals. Okay. All right, so having said that, yeah, man, they opened up Rams' favorite at Seattle, 7.5. Right now it's at 8.5. Rams, 8.5 over under 50 points. Yeah, man, what say you, Tom? Um, I mean, we're going to have to see. I mean, um, L.A., they're, they're coming off of um, a serious win last week. Yeah. And... But I mean, like I said, Central Field is not a, it's not a guaranteed win. What I want to see is how is Jared Goff going to perform under pressure versus that Seattle defense in Seattle. 
Well, let me ask you this as well, though, Tia. Yes. Earl Thomas broke his leg last week. How can Against we forget? Card. Yeah, I know. Broke his leg, flipped the bird. I'm out. We done. He's out for the season. So having said that, I mean, yeah, it was already going to be hard enough to play at, well, play the Rams at that, at Seattle, and win that game. But now they're without Earl Thomas. So Tedrick Thompson gets the start. Um, I mean, second year, it's going to be his first career start against the Rams. The Rams right now, they're averaging 35 points per game. 35 points per game. They are number one in the league in yards per game. Uh, I think they had like nearly like what. 500 yards against the Vikings. Yeah. Thursday night football. Uh, extended rest. Extended rest because they played Thursday night. They have that extra week and then some to get ready for the game. Um, I mean, obviously right now, because it opened at 7.5. It increased to a point at 8.5. So the public is obviously siding. They're going heavy on the Rams. They're going heavy on the Rams. And so, yeah, you got, you got home dogs 8.5. Yeah. Any thoughts to that? Let me ask you this. It is what Jared Goff did last week is that can he duplicate that in Seattle? I will say this. Um, they've averaged 35 points per game. Jared Goff up to this point has been very consistent. I think if anything, it's kind of taken off the stigma of him being a system quarterback. I think that his adjustment and last week in particular for Thursday Night Football really kind of sealed it for me because Minnesota, I mean, they're not by any means. There's no it's no walk in the park. It's no walk in the park. They're not a subpar defense at all. I mean, they're secondary. They, they do have a couple things that are a little bit leaky right now. But, I mean, yeah, he had five touchdowns, 400-plus yards. And from what I remember specifically, when he had that play-action pass to Brendan Cooks, I mean, that shit was on point. It was on point. That, that, yeah, that pass, that was, that was, it was nice. It was definitely nice. And Jared Goff, I we talked about on the last last spot. Is it too early to anoint him? I think this will, this game was will be very indicative of how the Rams season will go with Jared Goff as their captain. So, with that said, eight and a half with favorite in Seattle. In my opinion, I think that's a little bit too high. I think Seattle is gonna. They're going to keep it close, and I think, you know, the 12th man is is still going to be relevant. I think so. So let, let, me, let me ask you this. So right now we're, we're talking all, all this praise about the Rams. You know, the Rams this, the Rams that. They have great offense. They have Todd Gurley. We know the, we know the greatness is there. Yeah, I mean, you've see, you seen them on the national spotlight for mm-hmm. sure, right? So, I mean, um, we'll say you for this. I mean, the Seahawks, they're at Seattle, 12th man and all that. We just keep talking about home field advantage. But, I mean, from a football perspective, like, how are they going to win this damn game? I mean, I, I know last week they rushed for 171 rushing yards with Mike Davis. Chris Carson should be back. He's still got Rashad Penny. They Obviously, they'd like to run the ball to play a little bit of a T.O.P., time of possession, keep the ball away from Jerry Goff in that, in that offense. But kind of like the Vikings as well. The Vikings, they only had 54 rushing yards Last week, uh, to the to the Rams, and because the Rams just kept on scoring points, like they as much as they'd like to run the ball, they can't. They have to match touchdown for touchdown. Um, I mean, how are the how, how are the Seahawks going to win? I mean, no, you make a very good point over there. It's like if it's going to be a shootout, and if you have to match them touchdown for touchdown, I mean, 
I, I just don't see it happening, to be honest with you. Like, especially if, like, let's just say the Rams get into, like, a 14-0 lead. Like, you can't run the ball. Especially you, you like to control it, but, like, no, you can't. Are, are, are we discrediting Russell Wilson at this point? Let's just say this. Um, last week, Russell Wilson had 180 yards passing. He's shown flashes, but the, the hardest thing about me is just that whole group offensively, their, their skill set positions. So Will Disley is out for the season. They're tight end. They're rookie. Doug Baldwin is back. Tyler Lockett, he's shown flashes as that big play receiver down deep. Um, but I don't know if he can go head-to-head with the Rams' defense. But given... You mentioned before, Akeem Talib, he's out for like eight weeks. Marcus Peters, he's dealing with a hamstring. No, no, not a hamstring. He's, he's dealing with an ankle injury. Oh, no, no, no. Calf injury. Calf injury. He's in, he's dealing with that. I mean, the secondary could be had, but I just, I don't know. I, I haven't seen enough from Seattle to really feel good about it, though. I mean, just going back, what, are, what we were just talking about, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Um... Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's gonna have to be miracles, and if if Seattle is gonna win in Seattle, it's gonna have to come through their defense. They're gonna have to force some turnovers. That's what they're gonna have to that, do. Maybe maybe Seattle could expose them. We'll see. Tough man. I hope you know. We'll see if you guys show up. I will say this though: the first three weeks, um, weird stats, but like they're like the first team since like the 1972 Redskins that had players. Respectively, with two interceptions apiece. Um, yeah, I mean they've made plays so far. It's been it's been kind of weird, mm-hmm. all things considered. So I mean they could certainly do that. Um, but all right, let's, let's get to this point. So right now, eight and a half over under fifty. <sighs> all right, I mean for me, I, I just um, as much as I would like to give a little bit of credence to. Seattle being at home, I just, from an X's and O's perspective, I'm not too sure if they can compete. Um, given that the Rams beat them 42-7 the last time they met, give me the Rams 31, give me the Seahawks 17. Ooh. Yeah, 31-17. 31-17. 31-17. Yeah, it's increased to 8.5. I don't see, there's no real reason why that would change. Um, yeah, man, that, that's where I'm at. What's the ET up? Thirty-one seventeen. That's that's a that's so crazy that you mentioned that because I was I'm I'm, I'm kind of on the same boat as you on that. Yeah. I I, I kind of like that number. Okay. Um, but just for the sake of conversation, I think uh, Jared Goff. I think he's gonna put out. I'm just. I think he's gonna. I think Todd Gurley. Watch out for him this week. That's that's who I think is going to be heavy hitter this week. So I'm going to go put it on the board. Put Rams, it on the board. Tee up. Rams 35 Ooh. and Seattle. Let's go. I like the 17. Let's go. Let's go. 35-17. So you keep it. All right. So just a little bit more. So you're gonna, lock get, it. They're going to get five touchdowns. They're not even get field goals. They're not even going to fuck with field goals. They're going to get five touchdowns straight up. Straight up. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, having said that, let's go ahead and transition to the next game. There's only two games. The NFC West. Mind all- you, the, the marquee game of the week. Drum <laughs> <coughs> oh, <drum-roll. laughs> It is your Arizona Cardinals. Well, I don't know if it's your Arizona Cardinals, but the Arizona Cardinals at 
at Santa Clara, a.k.a. San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. A.k.a. What? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Okay. So, hey, so for, for the Niners game, they opened at four and a half point favorites, and now it's gone down to three, meaning that, hey, you know what? Um, Chosen Rosen. Yeah, man. Maybe maybe people were buying stock into Chosen Rosen. Josh Rosen, rookie out of UCLA, top 10 pick. Um, it's worth noting. I, I mentioned this on my blog post, by the way, that uh, Rosen, even though he had like, what, 180 passing yards, he could have had a lot more because there were several drops in that game against Seattle. A um, cu- couple of missed, actually several missed plays that, that could have been had. Uh, honestly, the Cardinals should have won that game. And having said that, the Niners, they lost 29-27 to at the Chargers. Don't yeah. remind me. Yeah. Well, you were at the game, right? Yes. Uh, oh, you were at the game. Uh, oh, but so it's bad. okay. We moved on from that. Let's... Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so, so I moved on from so that. So here, here's the thing. But both teams, the Cardinals and the Niners, lost by less than a field goal. Or a field goal or, or less. They lost by three, two points or whatever. And so they're coming off quote-unquote moral victories, you know, where they, they show some promise, but they lost. Um, if you're the Niners, so you have this home game, but after that, it gets pretty, it gets pretty fucking shitty, right? They, they play the Packers, they play the Rams, I mean, it gets really bad after that. So this is kind of like a must-win game for the Niners, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, Cardinals coming in, Josh Rosen, I, you know... I'm just going to tell it like it is. I really like what I saw from him last week. And given that, you know, let's talk about this. So what, right, what right. we talked about yesterday, 49ers are the worst tackling team in the league. So they have 51 missed tackles. Who is number two worst team, worst team tackling in the league? Justin? Cardinals. Okay. With so 33 missed tackles. Yeah. There's a big, there's, there's a gap between there. And that's, was it, 16 tackles? Some, some, some shit like that. Some crazy number. But um, I think it's just going to come ta- come down to who could execute the cleanest game, minimize the penalties on offense, and which quarterback, straight up, C.J. Beathard versus Josh Rosen, who's going to who's gonna execute the cleanest game. Um, with the 49ers, Victor Bolden, he's coming back from suspension. That's right. Four-game right. suspension. Um, that's interesting to note that I saw today Victor Bolden was activated on the active roster, which kind of m- maybe tells me that Marquise Goodwin is going to be um, pretty much a game-time decision. Uh, it, it, if they're activating him on the active roster, that may be saying something that the coaching staff is not hopeful about Goodwin. Put it, putting it out there, though, I mean, um, quarterback battle, I think Bethard has a slight edge at the, this point. I think that Rosen has more upside. I believe that Bethard has a higher floor. Um, running game-wise, I mentioned this in my post as well. This is very interesting because the Cardinals have this second-to-last run, run defense. They allow 141.3 rushing yards per game, which is pretty shitty. Matt Breida, he's averaging 7.6 yards per carry, which is awesome. But he only got nine carries last game, right? And so, to, to your point, I think the Cardinals, 
They're going to be super aggressive. They're going to try to get, get to Beathard. They're going to try to blitz the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't discredit them for, for doing that. Uh, uh, I mean, did you see Derwin James? Yeah, Derwin James. Chargers, um, yeah. Mind you, Chandler, Chandler Jones, he's nursing some injuries right now, but he he's he's slated to play. And he's top pass rusher on the Cardinals, and I would say in the NFL he's premier pass rusher for sure. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. So, having said that, um, yeah, man, I think that Matt Breida should be an intriguing matchup, especially against this vulnerable Cardinals defense, this run defense. But then at the same time, I mentioned before, the Niners, 51 missed tackles. 51 missed tackles. They had seven missed tackles against the Chargers last week, right? And so David Johnson, he's slowly getting more and more touches. He got 22 carries last week, and I have a feeling that they're going to put him – I mean, especially if you saw what Melvin Gordon did to the Niners last week. Yeah, I would take a page out of what the Chargers did and try to integrate David Johnson in the passing game, right? Uh, yeah, they were like a shitload of missed tackles by the Niners. And I don't expect that to change anytime soon. And so, yeah, if David Johnson does his thing like David Johnson has done before in years past, I mean, that, that would be a big concern for, for the Niners. Yeah, and, I, you know, I want to bring Gruden Foster. This is his third game back. Mm-hmm. So... Ruben Foster's third game back. Fred Warner, I think he's he's in full stride right now. Yeah. He's yeah. looking good. Malcolm Smith, you know, he didn't have a good outing last week, but I think he's, you know, he's poised to do better. Um, Jaquaski's heart, he is, he's slated to start again. Yeah. Um, Adrian Colbert is practicing. So, I mean, if you look at it, kind of, you know, scoping out, our defense is back to where we, are, we were in week one. But... It's, what still bothers me about this whole Niners defense or this whole cover three scheme is you do the cover three scheme, you know, everything makes sense by, by theory, but they still don't have an edge pass rusher. By the way, so the edge guys, whether it's Solomon Thomas, whether it's Ronald Blair, whoever, right, they've combined for one and a half sacks from the edge, edge position. All right, so DeForest Buckner, he has three, three and a half sacks in his own right. And he's an interior guy. Um, I mean, what say you about this? I mean, is it going to get any better? I mean, is Solomon Thomas, I mean, what's the deal, you know? Uh, you know, DeForest Buckner, he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't have any sacks last week, didn't he? He was quiet last week. Yeah, game. he was quiet. Yeah, and, was quiet. you know, Eric Armstead, uh, he, he got out-snapped by, um, in the snap count by um, DJ Jones. Yeah. You know, and... We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think this is – obviously, it's a must-win for both teams. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we basically have – you know, they gave us three points for the home field. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm a little anxious about this game, you know. Yeah, that's just uh, – we'll, we'll, we're just going to see how it goes. Matt Breida, I mean, he, he is producing right now. So, I expect him to have a big day. Okay. Well, let's, let's get to the points. The point where we're all what? So, Niners minus three over under 40. You know what? I, I'd say that. I'd say that at this point, just based off what I've seen, I think that Bethard will be good enough, especially at home. I think that Rosen's still kind of volatile. By the way, even at UCLA, he was kind of erratic in terms of his decision making. And so I think he might have a couple turnovers. He might have a couple picks. Um, I think especially with the, the Niners secondary getting healthier. Uh, yeah, I think that the Niners 
get the win at home because after that it's going to be really tough. This is kind of a must-win game. I, I really feel like that. So give me the Niners 24. Give me the Cardinals 17. So they won by seven points. They won by a solid touchdown. 49ers, they do have a history of scoring points. and I mean, last time they, they played in in Levi's, they put up... Um, he played like they, they they put up points on the board, and I expect Bethard to improve from what he did last last week. So with that said, I'm gonna go 49ers 27, Cardinals 21. All right, 27-21. So a little little bit more. That would be. Uh, I think it's gonna go way over though. Way over. Both both defenses. Are, both defenses aren't that great. Yeah, right? basically, pretty much. That's what it comes down to. Okay. Okay. I hear, I hear you on that. We'll see how it goes for that. All right, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is in the NFC West. Let's have a little bit of fun, T. Yep. Let's talk about it. Okay, Let's so. Let's talk about the real reason why we're here. The real reason why you flew from SoCal to, to Hayward, California to be here. Um, yeah, we have a fight at hand. UFC, you have uh, McGregor. Strong striker. Plus 160, by the way, making, well, I won't say he's making his debut, but he, it's his first UFC fight since the boxing Mayweather fight. It's been a bit. He's been, uh, he's been uh, handling some shit, to mm-hmm. say the least. Uh, and then, yeah, you have Khabib, up-and-comer. Well, I don't even say up-and-comer. He's, he's pretty good in his own right. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's been around. He's record 26-0, undefeated. Uh, the yeah. odds are minus 200, so 2-1 to one odds. That's pretty surprising. With Khabib, McGregor. minus 200. McGregor, plus 160. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do Muay Thai and boxing and all that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm nowhere. I'm not as adept when it comes to UFC. Um, so I'm going gonna, gonna to lean on you for, for your take, your two cents on this. Uh, by the way, just to watch the listeners, I know you guys usually <laughs> listen to like NFC West stuff, but I mean, this, this is just... Yeah, just a little... Um, with this fight, I expect it to be a good fight. If Khabib takes it to the ground, I think... <laughs> Sorry, our little, our little puggo is uh, trying to get some food. Um, oh, look at you. Hugo. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, if, if McGregor gets taken to the ground, I think that's bad news for him. Um, McGregor's all about the striking. With that said, I, I just, I'm sorry. I really don't like McGregor. So I just want to see Khabib just, just, just take it. Just take it. Just take it. Just, just, just do. Just handle business. Okay. Well, and and do it. Do it quick. Let me ask you this. I mean, oh, do you think it's gonna be a short fight? Do you think he's gonna go the full couple rounds? What's up? Um, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Khabib. Yep. I'm going to take him second round TKO. Second second round? Wow. Two rounds TKO like that? Hot hot take. T-Yub hot take. Rory, how much was the how much was it for a pay-per-view by the way? How much you $65. It was 65 bucks? Yes sir. So 65 bucks will be two rounds for Wait, a TKO. Is this a championship fight? Yes, this is. Oh, it is. Okay, I'm sorry listeners. <laughs> what do you mean? I you're take that right. What do you mean? No, I didn't know it was a championship this fight. Is a five round hey, fight. Let, let me live my life. All right, all right. Live your life. <laughs> live, 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 live your best life, T. Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go decision. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna on. go decision Khabib. I think they're gonna go to distance. I'm sorry. Oh, oh now you're even, okay. okay. I, I didn't. I didn't know it was a championship fight, but I'm gonna go distance Khabib. Uh, mutual respect between both fighters. Okay. Okay. Boom. Um, for me, I'm not as adept when it comes to 
you know, this ordeal. Um, so, ha- so having said that, I think some shit's going to happen. I think McGregor still wins it. Ooh, yeah. okay. What do you call it? What round are you calling? Uh, I'll do the... I'll do the whole thing. We can go all five rounds. I think that McGregor will... Decision or unanimous? I'll, I think it will be a decision. Decision. Yeah, nice. Decision. Give me Mark McGregor. Yeah. I mean, uh, my boy Drake likes McGregor too. He co-signs with that oh. as well. If that means anything, OVO. Uh, but having said that, just the West fan, uh, I'm not too adept when it comes to UFC and, and fighting it as a whole. So take my take with a grain of salt. Yeah, man. Give me McGregor. Very nice. Okay. All right. To, to wrap things up, I just want to let, let's talk about what we what spread that uh, potluck spread that we got today. Yeah, man. So we are in Hayward, California, and the reason why we are here is for the fight. And with the fight comes some food, some good food at that. Let's go. What 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 are we working with over there? All right, Lucas. What you bring? Uh, stuffed. Cheesy bread. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got Extra stuff. stuffing. <laughs> All right, so we got. You can barely talk because we got some cheesy, cheesy bread, bread right here. Cheesy bread goodness. T up and I, we brought some uh, some Filipino cuisine. What what, what we get? T up. Uh, we got seasick. Seasick. Ooh. 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 The streets know. So hold on, no no no. Time out. What is what is seasick for for those that don't know seasick? Uh, it's grilled pork. Okay. Chopped up. Mixed with uh, some sort of sauce like vinegar, soy sauce, lemon concoction, mixed with onions and jalapenos. So is it um, like um, if you eat it with rice, it's just it, it's Filipino, like you said, Filipino carnitas. By the way, I'm not Filipino, so uh, <laughs> so is it like Filipino carnitas, am I, or am I just butchering it? Uh, I. Fair comparison. It's a fair comparison. Fair comparison. Because it is fried, though, right? It's it's uh, grilled. It's grilled. It's grilled. Oh, so you healthy? Okay. okay. All right. Okay, so we got and that, then, and then Royden and Michelle, the hosts uh, of the event, aka Roy Shell. Uh, what do you, what do you guys have on deck? Uh, we got some Korean fried chicken. Korean fried chicken. Some soy garlic. Some soy Ooh. garlic. Smoky onion. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy curry flavor. Yo. Okay. A little rice. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoy. Okay. <laughs> All right, for sure. It's not like I'm gonna judge you or anything like that. I'm gonna give you like thumbs up, thumbs down. Tell me if you like it. I can make it. <laughs> okay. My, if any of the listeners have not tra- tried cream fried chicken before, it's, the, the, the real KFC, by the way, it's the blow your socks off fried chicken. Okay. It'll it's, it's the oh, best. Okay, and then uh, let's see. Robin, for dessert. What do we got for dessert? Yeah, what do we got for dessert? Daryl, Robin, what we what we got? Butter mochi. Butter we got, mochi. We got butter mochi. What? And spotted dick. Spotted dick. <laughs> <laughs> We that out. <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. Justin, Justin will post it on his IG if you guys don't know what spotted dick is. Um, spotted dick is moist, spiced, steamed pudding mm. with sultanas. Okay. <laughs> Sounds. Uh, you eat with your hands, by the way. You gotta grab a dick with your hands. Okay, man. I think it's time to go. <laughs> don't so, eat too fast. Sounds very promising, guys. <laughs> So, having said that, we got right now it's 6:43 um, Pacific Standard Time. The f- main fight is going to be underway sooner than later. But um, to all our Just the West followers, uh, continue to follow the podcast. Also, my Twitter at Just the West, Instagram at Just the West, and of course my blog www.justthewest.com. Uh, tee up any 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 final thoughts? Any anything else? On uh, the line? 
No, I'm excited. I'm excited for this fight. Um, we got some adult beverages to wash all the food down. Uh, really looking forward to that. The fun but, um, to everyone else, you know, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the fight for those watching it. If not, pretty sure you're going to see highlights on ESPN. But have a great weekend. Yeah, man. We out here. Okay. Later. Peace.